It's Monday, October 23rd, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin is back. We're talking about ALCS Game 6, and we're going to preview ALCS Game 7. It's Scherz Day. Let's enjoy it, baby. Game 7, Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, this is Mitch Garver. You're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. We want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK Kevin Frazier. You can find me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. And man, talk about an exciting show today, the Rangers Show us what kind of guts and heart they have. But before we talk about the Rangers, let me tell you about Texas Rangers with the boys on social media. You can find us at TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. Woodward. And joining me, my co-host, the man who can carry the load solo if need be, the 300-pound manimal, the baseball savant, my man Bull. How you doing, buddy? And where can they find you? On social media, man, I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm uh, a tough time getting to sleep last night, uh, thinking about thinking about doing the show this morning and uh, and talking about a game seven. That's uh, that's about as exciting as it gets around here. And and uh, I'm looking forward to tonight first and foremost. But uh, you know, everything else around the house is good. I can't make any complaints out here on the, to all the people who listen, they don't, they don't want to hear them anyways. But uh, before we get into the show, because I know we're going to try and we're going to try and do this in a, in a timely manner today. Um, you could find me on the old X at Manimal Bull, Instagram, Manimal 300 and both Facebook, Facebook and TikTok. I almost said Facebook and TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. Uh, I like it. At Bull Pro and uh, whatever, whatever line of fly, whatever line of social media you're into. Let's talk some Rangers baseball. Thanks for all the questions this weekend. Thanks for chatting baseball with me to the to the people that do. I appreciate that. And uh, you know what a what a night last night was for the for the this franchise and for the confidence of this Texas Rangers baseball club. One hundred percent, and we I honestly can't wait to get into it. So let's jump into our NLCS first, so that way we can get that out of the way, and then we can talk Texas Rangers. So the NLCS is is kind of going down to it just as much. We got a three two. I want to say the Phillies and. Um, Diamondbacks play tonight. I don't have the schedule right in front of me, but I'm going to guess that they do. Yeah, they play this afternoon. Yeah. Well, what looked like a bunch of sweeps have turned into some tight series. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the the Phillies, they've got got a little bit of an advantage heading home this afternoon. I think they play the the early 3.30 or whatever game this afternoon. And, uh, uh, you know they'll be looking to take take that series and getting back to the World Series for the second year in a row, um, and then the uh, the Diamondbacks uh, 
they're they're going to counter. I think they got Merrill Kelly going today, so he's one of their guys. And uh, I think Aaron Nola's going for Pittsburgh or Philadelphia, so that should be a uh, that should be a fun one. Man, Aaron Nola, we we got to see him. Yeah, um, uh, he's this you year. know he's it's it's funny because this is a guy that he he didn't pitch great during the regular season. He's in a contract year, and when the playoffs have rolled around, he has been everything that we thought he'd kind of be during the season. Well, and that's part of what you kind of pay these guys for is the big-time stuff. And, you know, the Phillies are kind of hungry for it, getting getting as close as they got last year. Plus, I mean, they got a, they got a lot of flack this year, weirdly enough, for beating the Braves. Like, it's not their fault. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, you would think that you would think they would be getting a lot of praise for beating the Braves, but instead, otherwise, you know, I mean, yeah, uh, weird. I, I don't know, you know. Re- remember, everybody made that big deal about the the five days off or whatever, but all four of these teams had five days off going into the ALCS or the LCS series, and mm-hmm. and all of these teams have looked very sharp and. Uh, even even in the games where they've lost, I mean, nothing has really been like last night in the Rangers game. It might look like a blowout on the scoreboard, but it wasn't a blowout until late in the game. And the same thing with the 10-3 win that the Astros had earlier in the series. Sure, it looked mm-hmm. bad on the scoreboard, but, you know, th- that was basically a game through seven innings. And, you know, so uh, the same thing's kind of happening in that Arizona series. There's been a couple of tight ball games. One got away from Arizona the other night. And, and I, it's been a fun series. And, you know, I mean, as much as I'm pulling for Arizona to win, I mean, it, it's been it's been great to watch. Yeah, we, I mean, no matter what, we're baseball fans at our core. And seeing good baseball, especially playoff baseball, I mean, no matter if your team's in it or not, playoff baseball just has its own has its own kind of – kind of spot of like different it's just not the same as as regular season baseball and and I believe that's part of like the lure as a baseball fan it's not just that you love the game but also man watching MLB baseball during the playoffs it's just unlike anything else so and we're here and you know do you want to tell them a little bit about what's going on December 1st before we yeah, start talking I, about I, these Rangers Real quick, with it being a night where we're, like you said, we're, you know, uh, we, we've got a lot to talk about Rangers-wise, so let's not talk about Matt Warpro too long, but let's definitely tell everybody that on Friday, December 1st, at Martin House Brewing in Fort Worth, Texas, on that east side of town, you can come out, you can see all the stars of Matt Warpro. We're going to all be tagged up together in weird tag team partnerships. And uh, we're going to do a big tournament. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be called the the, the Winter Classic. And uh, it's that's a classic with S-I-C-K on the end. Hmm. Because, hmm. because, you know, we're hip and we're edgy. Okay. Okay. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, as hip and edgy <laughs> as, like, as, as hip and edgy as, like, some 40-year-olds can be, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like, you know. So, but anyways, Friday, December 1st. We'll get started about 8 p.m. Come on out. Check it out. Like I said, I'm hoping I get, like, tagged up with, like, Brick Savage or Dante oh, yeah. Smiley or somebody like that who can really carry the tag team into, <laughs> into a big uh, win for the old manimal. But we'll see. You know, maybe maybe they'll have their uh, 
maybe they'll have a soft spot for the old manimal in that thing, and we'll 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 actually have to wrestle this show. Well, I'll be there just because you said it could get weird, so I will be there for that. So let's jump in and talk about this Rangers victory in Houston. It's kind of played out in in the most strangest fashion, where the home field advantage has meant absolutely nothing. In fact, it's been the complete opposite. Like the less home than team nothing, hasn't right? won a game yet. Yeah, yeah like home less team than hasn't won a game yet. It, <clears throat> so it's literally less than nothing. The 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 this game kind of goes to the 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 whole like this whole Rangers season last night kind of like summed the Rangers whole season up in like a game, right? Because you went on Friday and you closed things out last night. Yeah. But the bullpen yep. didn't get the job done. How many times yep. this season? I mean, the Rangers could have won 110 games this year. I agree. You know yep, what I'm saying? That was how good that squad was at the offensive side of the plate. But that bullpen just couldn't hold a lead to save their lives. And, and last night, hey, the bullpen was holding the lead. So I'm not going to say one way or the other. They were into LeClerc. But, uh, you know, once they scored the five runs in the in the top half of that ninth inning, they were able to go away from LeClerc. And, man, was Andrew Heaney not excellent in the in the bottom half of the ninth? I mean, like, I know I know there was a whole lot of give up in those swings and all of that because the, the writing had been on the wall. But, man, if you can get that from Andrew Heaney every time out, I'll take that. But, uh, anyway, I just uh, – I, I, the more important things, the more impressing. I mean, how how terrific was was Nady Evaldi last night? I mean, he he's been. It's just really hard because you have a guy like Corey Seager, who is almost kind of like LeBron, you know, like the inherent MVP. It's like he's the best player on the team, but it's like Nate Evaldi. I feel like like Corey Seager could have had the season he had, and we still wouldn't be in the spot we're in without Nate Evaldi. That's just kind of my impression. He has done stuff in times. He's probably the most clutch pitcher I can think I can ever remember for the Rangers. I, I don't know if I can remember anybody yeah. that I, like a pitcher that I've ever felt so confident in well, in you big know, situations. You know who he reminds me of when it gets to like playoff time of the season and and more like we had a smaller sample size of it with with Kevin Brown. Okay. But like Nady Evaldi, when it gets to the playoffs, it almost seems like he has that next gear where it's like, I'm going to make competitive pitches every time. I mean, because uh, six in the third innings and his mechanics never, well, uh, he was amped up a little bit, but like, mm-hmm. I mean, like nothing changed the whole night. The whole night, even when he was amped up, I mean, his, his outside of missing a couple of cutters in those first couple of innings and missing high with some fastballs, everything else was competitive. I mean, like yep. whether it was the splitter just outside the zone, he was getting chased. The only guy he couldn't get to chase that splitter was Michael Brantley. And that's only because he's like 150 years old and he's seen a million splitters. <laughs> He's a good hitter too. But you know? he is. Like, he's, he's a really tremendous player. Uh, you know, he made, he's done. You saw that. Did you see that catch he made in left field where he came in sliding? And, yes. Uh, to make the catch, and I, I sent my brother a text message that said, "Old man makes easy play look hard." 
And, like, that's what it was, because that was, like, a ball yep. that hung up there forever, and, like, he was able to make it to it. Like, I mean, like, that, uh, but anyways, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I, 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 I like Michael Brantley. He's a very good, he's a very professional hitter, but when I could take shots at people, you know, you got to do it. And yep. I think he's, like, 37 years old, so, you know, man. <laughs> It's, a, it's easy to make up with. He's a young buck in my eyes, but in the game of yeah. baseball, he, he might as well be Methuselah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, and, and and it's and it's a classy shot. You're not you're not talking no. about his family or anything. You know, it's talking no, about you know, old baseball. He'd probably yeah. agree with you. <laughs> he, he, he didn't want to have to run that 75 feet to come get that ball either. So. Nor did he uh, want to slide. I promise uh, you that. No, no. He's he, like I said. He's an old man. We don't want to do that if we don't have to. But no, uh, but yeah, uh, he was uh, Brantley was really the only guy that he couldn't get to chase that uh, that splitter, and um, you know he walked him a couple of times. But uh, overall, for a night where Ovaldi didn't really strike a ton of guys out, he got a lot of a lot of balls, you know, weakly hit right at people, and uh, you know there was there was some stress pitches he threw. But after that first inning, I think he threw like 25 pitches in the first inning. And uh, he, mm-hmm. he got through five and a third the rest of the way with like 60, 62 pitches or something like that. So uh, just a really, really master class from Nady Evaldi. And, I mean, well, Houston it, doesn't strike out a lot anyway. Like that's not No, their, no, they make a that's lot That's not of something contact. they do. A lot of contact. So, um, yeah, so he's – and he's expecting that. So you know, he's <laughs> – He's probably game planning like, "Hey, look, I'm not, I'm not going out here shooting for the well, swing and was, miss. I'm going out here for the bad contact." Yeah, I think he was trying to get more of that, like, because even in that first inning when they got some contact, I mean, Altuve didn't hit that ball hard. He bleeder over the second baseman's head, and and if that's how Jordan Alvarez is going to get you with a with uh-huh. a like basically a broken bat. Chipper yeah, in the off. center fielder. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. like, you'll take that. I mean, sure, it scored a run right there, but it could have been three right there off the bat. I wonder what – I wonder, like, it'd be interesting to see, like, the like the average, you know, miles per hour or whatever exit velocity on Alvarez's foul balls because sometimes he hits foul balls, dude, that I feel like like the baseball died because he hit it so freaking hard. I he hit one, liked... I think it was in Texas, that, that I thought was, like, the hardest ball I've ever seen hit. I would have liked to have seen the uh, exit velo on that John Singleton foul ball oh. in the eighth <laughs> inning down the first baseline. I mean, yeah. uh, John Singleton, he can do one thing and one thing only, and that's get on top of a baseball and drive it. And man, he 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 hit that ball hard. It would have been. I, I would have liked to have known what the. Uh, but it couldn't have been any harder than that ball that Corey Seager hit off of Jose Abreu's chest. <laughs> dude, that dude's probably got a baseball-sized bruise on his on his chest this morning because that ball was hit Watch like a hundred seven uh, off of the off of the bat. Off the chest. Well, I, well, watching Corey Seager warm up, like you know, like obviously, if you if you follow me enough on social media, like you might. I was a personal trainer for a long time and did a lot of training with sports too. And watching Corey Seager warm up and train and everything, like, I mean, man, like he gets it, dude. No wonder, like, no wonder he's got, he's such a dynamic athlete because he trains like one. Like he actually is 
somebody either he's doing his homework or he's paying somebody some really good money to do some do his homework because like his warm up, I, I feel like the whole Rangers team should be doing it because it's like perfect for baseball. So it doesn't shock me that it, it watching that makes well, me understand a little bit more why Corey Seager is a player that he is because the, the guy really understands his body, man. It's it's pretty cool to watch. Well, and Anyways. that's a, 100% a part of why he's such a good player. And, and you know, uh, even when he struggles, he hits the ball hard. He hits the ball, you know, I mean, tremendously hard. Uh, he has been he's, – he's struggled in this NLCS, and a lot of it is balls, uh, you know, that he's not getting out in front of. And, uh, you know, I, it looked like it was starting to come around there on that last at bat. He didn't get a chance in the ninth because they threw at him. So, uh, but you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do we want to we'll talk, talk about, about that? that do, do, do you want to do you want do you want to bring it? Do you want to bring that up because when you're when when a guy hits your best player, especially in a situation where it's possibly the game, you're not you're not going to win the game. I mean, again, that's arguable, but it's like yeah, but at the it, time. It, it just doesn't make any sense, right? I no, mean, and, I, and and I actually, and I think that's actually the reason why it would make sense because it's like that's no the, one's if you do it when it if you do it when it's obvious, it's going to cause like ramifications, you know, repercussions. But if you do it in a time that it's kind of like, like not quite so obvious, I don't know. I but I do like what John, I think it was John Small. Somebody said, "Hey, if it is retaliation, this is a dumb time to do it. You do that next year." You know, just yeah, first time yeah. Seager walks up next to you, you plunk him, and then all right, you know, we're 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 dead set. But anyways, um, how about we talk about this game, man? This thing was tight all the way up until man Adalas Garcia, like he looked terrible all night. But how many times and I'll turn it over after I ask you this, how many times this year have we seen Adalas Garcia strike out two, three, four times and then come up and do just what he did? Last night, I've seen, we've, I wasn't a shocked to times. see it because I've seen it a lot this year. A lot of times, it's a very uh, Adolis Garcia type of thing to do. And first of all, I mean, no one boos nobodies. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So the fact that he's getting that kind of treatment in Houston that shows that they know how dangerous he is and what kind of player that he's become. And uh, you know, I mean. Uh, Dolly Garcia is is dangerous every time he comes to the plate, but we've always said it. He's more dangerous when there's ducks on those pond on the pond. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always more dangerous when there's guys out there. You know, he reminds me a lot of like Juan Gonzalez and the fact that mm-hmm. he, he hunts those RBIs when they're out there. Now, it may not be a sexy war number, but scoring sure. runs is the name of the game. And Dolly Garcia had a hundred ribs and a hundred runs this year, and that was. I mean, that's more impressive than anything else, in my opinion, that he did this season. You know, the 40 home runs are great and all of that. But, like, the idea that, I mean, this dude got to got to 100 runs scored and 100 RBIs, that's a, that's a really nice feat for a guy that, you know, two years or three years ago couldn't make a roster in the big leagues at, at 28 no. years old or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So, like... I mean, I knew, like, just seeing him as a farmhand for the Cardinals that he had big-time pop and that he could, you know, that it was there. And now it was about, like, putting it together. And, you know, I thought I thought for sure when he got DFA'd by the Rangers that he wasn't going to make it back. But, you know, by the grace of God, he did. And by the end of that season, he was a rookie of the year candidate. And, 
you know, all-star and all those things that he accomplished in that first year. Um, but, you know, Dolly, he's been our guy this year. He's been our guy for a lot of, uh, for the last two years, as far as the guy that, you, you know, you count on to drive in those runs. And, you know, he had a big game last night. He had the double GS, right? He had the golden sombrero and a grand slam. <laughs> so, wait, wait, but, golden sombrero. What's the golden sombrero? Four strikeouts. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, he he made uh, he 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 made infamy and he made fame. Like, yeah, but no but, one's gonna remember those strikeouts. They're only gonna remember that grand slam. And we've seen it all year. He's had these kind of games. It's nothing he has. new. He has. No, it's nothing new. This is like this is not anything new with him. Where and as the game was going on, like because I've watched him so much, man, like. When I saw him striking out and I saw him getting all – I saw them getting all over him, I was like, keep getting on him. This is yeah, – I'm not worried be, about this guy. Like, like I he's felt gonna like bat there, again. Was, <laughs> there was going to be a moment in that game where he shut him up. And he almost yep. did it a couple of innings before when he hit that ball down the right field line. Yep, yep. It almost, the foul ball. It yep. all, the, yeah, the tick foul by about three or four feet. Um, yeah, and, and real uh, quick before – I, I want to segue real quick too. How much of an influence is – Mitch Garver and uh, Jordan Montgomery, like how hard are they going to make it not to well, make a push to re-sign him next year? It's, I'm glad you brought him up because he was the guy who I wanted to talk about next was Mitch Garver. The big mm-hmm. home run in the second inning because that was a statement home run that like we had talked about this and hey, we could get on John Smoltz all we want about his Homer Homerisms for the Houston Astros, Baltimore Orioles, and everybody else that the Rangers have played this this postseason. <laughs> but let's be real honest. When he was talking yesterday and he was talking about Framber Valdez and he said that if the Rangers are going to be successful against Valdez, they gotta to go to that opposite field and they've got to drive the ball that way. And and Garver, perfect example of that right there in the second inning. Not trying to do too much with something, but he got a sinker up and he ambushed that thing. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I mean, and, and the same him thing and, with him and Heim both. Yeah, yeah I think Himes was a cutter, but but they've got they got something up, and they were able to drive it to right field. And you know, hey, I'll be real honest, for about ten seconds until they showed that super slow mo of that ball hitting that old lady right in the face. Like, I thought Kyle Tucker brought that thing back. <laughs> well, he did later. Yeah, he did later. He, did. Like, he, he couldn't make it at the right time, you know? Like, <laughs> it would have been like no, the of the year, wasn't it? Wouldn't that, wouldn't that have been uh, Jankowski's first, first home no, run? It, no, it would have been his uh, It would have been his second home run of the year, both against okay. the Astros. But, uh, wow. um, yeah, uh, did you see him when they showed the so- super slow-mo of that ball that uh, Joda Heim hit? And, like, they're showing it, and it goes just over his glove. And there's, like, the- these two older ladies that are in the front row there of the outfield, and neither one of them are paying any attention. And it hits <laughs> it hits the one lady, like, right in the, like, chest. Like, it, it just... You were like, oh, man, like that lady's not even like she doesn't even know she's at a ball game. That's awful. I, I like how but, you I like how you amended what you said, because the first time you said that old lady and the second time you said older, older oh, okay. ladies, yeah, well, older. So like, been, there, there's, for... there's a there's there's a sting to that when you don't add that ER at the yeah. end of old, you just call them old. It's That's... like you, you're in a you're in a spot. It's a destination like you're. 
you've arrived there as we're older is almost like you're still not quite old, but you're, you're getting in that direction. So nice, nice, well, uh, nice, uh, audible you called me. Well, I've, I've been married for quite a few years now. So I still, <laughs> I'm like, you know, like it wasn't my wife I was talking about. So, you know, I, I got a little more freedom, but anyway, yeah. but anyways, the high home run, that was, that was big to put them up three, one, you're starting to feel a little bit better. Um, and then, then they get that one back in the in the sixth on the Dubon fly out, uh, but that could have been a much bigger inning. It was a really nice turn there by uh, um, by Simeon and Seeger. Uh, I would almost say it was a five hundred million dollar turn mm. there on that double play. That I mean, that's yes. one of the best. Yes. And and yes. Nate Lowe too on the back end of that, making a really nice play to to keep that ball on gold the, glove you know, play. To, yeah, that was a gold glove caliber play for Nate Lowe. And if you'd have told me that I was going to say that this year, you know, I mean, like that. He's hey, a guaranteed I'm, I'm, scoop. I'm happy. I'm happy with him, you know. I mean, no, he's a guaranteed scoop, man. Like, again, like there's something about watching every single stinking game during the year that changes the way you view the the team and, and the numbers that you look at. And like, Nate Nate Lowe's amount of like scoops that he makes looks so it's like and he knows he's always gonna get high. It. Yeah, that was always I mean, high. He was always good at that. That was his one bright spot in a in a mm-hmm. uh in a war field ravaged by by <laughs> bombs and you know what I'm saying? Like that <laughs> that kind of like the scoop was like, Oh, you need me to scoop? Okay, I got this one. You know, I it's like but if, but if you need me to go out there and make a play on this ground ball hit right at me. Ooh. but yeah yeah no and, and what about josh know, spores what about josh uh, spores before we before we pop out of here let's talk about how good he has been uh really that was i felt like he was just whoop. he had just as much of a role in this game as everybody else and we've said it all season when josh spores is healthy he that's can be strikeout, somebody yeah that, that's that strikeout of alvarez dude my goodness yeah that was huge he got him up and out of the zone i mean he went good morning, good afternoon, good night on Alvarez. And you don't see that very often. You don't see that right, very right, often right. at all. No, you don't. And, well, the and, call, that's, that slider, that backdoor slider getting called, I think, made all the difference. And, again, this is hats off to John Schmoltz because I'm going to call him Schmoltz, not Schmoltz, but John Schmoltz because, like, like, right out of the bat, he was like, hey, look, if he doesn't get that backdoor slider, it's a totally different at bat because when he comes back with that fastball, it was just – it was it was awesome. It was it was so much needed. So I don't totally, have anything else totally. uh, on the game. And he was able to. Um, a couple Go of ahead. real quick things. Mitch Garver had a big day, um, and also Marcus Simeon had his best game of this postseason yesterday. Couple of big walks, couple of hits, on base four times. That's a good sign. Um, I, I Grossman came about five feet from hitting a home run there and making Bochy look like a genius again, didn't he? And, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then one other key thing, I thought uh, Young had a couple of big walks and Tavares getting on and scoring, you know, like, I mean, they had some really, really nice moments and, uh, you know, big night from Garver. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing you could take away from this is Garver really put together and also hitting 300 with runners in scoring position. Mm, yeah. 
And, yeah. Uh, yeah. and again, you're playing Leclerc, a team that does it really well in the Astros. Leclerc, well. that sequence at the end with Singleton not being able to mm-hmm. put him away with that 98 mile an hour fastball and then throwing the cutter with six miles taken off of it and getting it at the same exact spot. I mean, it was a thing of beauty. Mm-hmm. God bless him, especially after yeah. what happened on Friday and him coming back and, and getting, you know, he comes out, walks the first guy, and you're thinking, you know, this is going to yeah. be it. And then he gets that little weak gra- uh, line drive to Corey Seager on the infield. And then, uh, and then gets the strikeout of of Singleton. Uh, it was huge. I thought that was a, I thought that was a big moment. I know Astro fans were were mad that Singleton pinch hit, but it worked the day before. I mean, why wouldn't you go back to it? So, uh, but anyways, yep. big win for the Rangers. Thing ends up being nine to two after the big five run inning, but uh, a lot of, lot to like about this. They got Framber for the second time, and the uh, uh, he was much better last night than he was in game two. And, uh, hey, all we can do is look forward to today. Yeah, so, you know, the cool part about baseball is uh, as soon as you play one in, in these series, you turn right around and you can play again. And we got a game seven uh, coming up tonight. We sure do. And, uh, you know, the Rangers got a Hall of Famer on the hill for them. Yep, Max Scherzer's going to be uh, looking for redemption. And if there's anybody that I can – hang my hat that I can guarantee you if, if we're going to get anything from Scherzer today, it's going to be his absolute best. And uh, so. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think he needed that, that start that he had the last time and, and I'll be brief here, but I just think he needed to kind of get that out of his system because he did not look comfortable. I'd like to think this start, he's got a, he's going to feel a little more confident in, uh, in himself that he can go out there and do his thing. I, and uh, I, I think we're going to see something legendary from him. Tonight. I don't disagree. And let me tell you why, why I think the same thing. Um, it's hard to come back from six weeks, seven weeks of not pitching in the big leagues and have your timing and everything right. Well, there's no way for Max Scherzer to get a rehab start in October. What are you going to send him nope. to the Arizona Fall League and have him decimate some prospects for a couple of days? Mm-hmm. Try, you know, you, you just nope. can't do that. There's, there's no, you know, there's no way to get him that game timing. Well, he, he got that game timing on, on Wednesday. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of when Evaldi came back and he yep. wasn't he wasn't dead red right away. And then when the, the playoffs thing. came around. He was right there. Well, now we got that one under Scherzer's belt. This is a Hall of Famer. This is a, this guy has more strikeouts than anybody that's pitching in baseball right now. He's what I mean. He's a big gamer, and there's no reason to expect Max Scherzer to not show up and be Max Scherzer. And hey, Christian Javier has been great this postseason. Um, if he continues to do what he's done, the Astros have a really good chance at winning this ball game too. Absolutely. So I'm going to go ahead and sign us out of here. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This is Texas Rangers with the boys. You can catch us on social media, TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And don't forget to subscribe to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys. Where we cover all things minor league, just $1.99 a month. Don't forget to subscribe to, your, to us on your favorite podcasting platform. Let's go, Rangers. Let's win this ALCS and move on to the World Series tonight for the 300-pound animal. This is your boy, Kev, and we are signing out.